We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome, friends, to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, the Masters, picks, bets, one and done, entire preview, plus who you don't want to take, or maybe who you do want to take, depending on how you feel about the Ander Curse this week. Tim Andercurse will be in studio with us a little bit later on. Always consult the time codes if you want to jump around a little bit. But before you do that, smash the like to the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network, and I'm giving over $1,000 of giveaways away, some cash, some fantasy national memberships, whatever it might be, whatever tickles your fancy, get in the draw. Get your ballots in the draw. If you sub to the newsletter, that's five ballots right away. But all of the information is in the newsletter right now, along with an extensive master's written preview. Highly suggest that you go check it out. But the number one thing that you can do to get the most ballots, 10 ballots in the draw. Hell, you can get 20 if you do both of them. Subscribe, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple or Spotify. You leave your five-star review, make up something you like, or don't even make it up. Say something nice about this show. Leave your email or Twitter handle. That way I know you're in the draw. If it's on Spotify and you cannot leave a review, just rate five stars and screenshot it to me at the PME on Twitter, all right? FantasyNational.com slash Mayo will get you 20% off all membership levels this week. And if you want to win the free year of Fantasy National, you got to be a member already, okay? Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me for the first time in two years yeah it's a masters special event are you excited i am very excited uh as always to be here with you it is masters week there's lots to be excited about uh days are lasting longer which is upsetting to tim i am like a little paranoid about the weather like some cold water got thrown on me like i just i'm paranoid the integrity of the tournament gets thrown out and by that i mean uh, well, I guess we don't really have the wave advantages here because it's such a small field. But And everyone starts at Saturday one. looks like it could be just a total washout. And I know we're a few days out, and I'm not a weather expert. 
But that's just sort of, um, you know, honestly, you start that weather pattern, we could be looking at a Monday finish. Well, that would put a wrench into our Sunday Night Live recap show. <laughs> that certainly would. And I really hope we don't get a wrench into our cut sweat because every, it, our cut sweats have been, they've been running up against something lately. Even the players can't got called two minutes after we went live. I feel like last year they were all a cluster expletive for the most part. Yeah. No bad vibes. Good vibes yeah, only. You, you're, start, you're starting Monday off with bad vibes. We just got the reset of odds. Yeah. Didn't really go. It's that third tier of golfer that dropped. All the guys that were just randomly like 45 to 1, 50 to 1. They're all now 60 to 1, 70 to 1, 80 to 1. But there wasn't that much movement at the top, which I was kind of surprised about. Maybe we let it breathe a little bit during the week. Yeah, I think it's going to breathe. I think they're going to, they did a minor reset. I still think we can get a major reset. I have memories, Pat, of Tuesday seeing some things in the past years, year and a half or so in this new gambling landscape that weren't available to us, say, on the Monday in terms of the outright odd betting. But it does seem like, Pat, a few guys in the middle tier who um, maybe you were waiting on or got greedy with didn't move up like I thought, and that would be sort of like a Victor or an M. I thought there was a chance we could see some guys move to a 50. Even Hideki has come down so I thought guys would maybe get bigger on a reset they didn't they didn't and for months for maybe a full year when asked about the masters I just have this go-to line of I just haven't decided which really good player I'm gonna have to bet a lot on to win the masters and it seems like judgment day is coming for those decisions and I'm still wavering in what card construction will look like you mentioned that the rain is coming on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as of right now. So Tambo and I will go over the weather when we give away the giveaway winners on Wednesday because we'll just be closer to it. But it looks like it's going like to be 48 and raining on Saturday. So who is the best cold weather rain golfer you know? Okay. Do we, do we, does this just lean all the Brits who play well at the Open? Maybe that's something you can think of. It's not so much for me at this moment in trying to identify who's great at rain golf, which is key. I'm also trying to identify who freaking hates it. Like some guys do not like being uncomfortable out there. They're very fragile, delicate flowers. In the past, I've looked at Patrick Cantley potentially as one of those players. That every Morikawa. Yeah, that every time I have to see him bundle up, the score goes the wrong way. The wrong way. Um, and I'm not writing off either of those players. They're actually both top of mind for me, uh, you know, as, especially if I don't find a way to get to the very top, which hinders being able to bet a pocket of, of players. But, yeah, it's who can thrive in this and which guys have historically, you know, when the rain gear is on are just, they look and appear to be different players. So maybe we just bet Danny Willett again. Maybe he wins again. He loves these conditions. These are Because not only is it going to be super, as of right now, very rainy. Like it doesn't even look like they're going to play on Saturday or Friday afternoon, based on what it says right now. But it's cold. And it's also like 25-mile-per-hour winds. Like, this might be a shit. The winter might be like plus four. <laughs> that kind of brings a lot more players into the mix than we're used to seeing at the Masters. Like, the last time that I think that we saw a Masters like this was the year that Zach Johnson won. 2009, when he won at plus one. Yeah. You okay? No, I'm just taking it in. I'm just just trying to take it in and how that 
affects what I potentially want to do. I'm taking in the fact that Saturday, although Sunday is like the the main event, Saturday is the preeminent like master's party day. It's like the, you, I have friends, you host parties, you get together, even have like kids running around. It's just like on everywhere, but it's not that super intense thing. Like it's Sunday and to know that that could get ruined out. It's honestly like telling me 4th of July is getting rained out. I mean, Saturday at the Masters. We, we only have one bet. I mean, I only have one bet in so far. We bet Minwoo Lee 150 to one. I like these conditions for that bet. So you, ha- we have the Min Woo Lee together. I also have Tony Finau at fifty to one, which I clearly made when he started winning last summer, because I guess when football season ended, the pendings all sort of disappear, and some things, the top some the things came up that I didn't remember existed. But it was like whenever he pulled off his wins, I grabbed a fifty because you know me, I'm a Finau sucker. So the fact that he started winning, I guess in my head, I'm like, well, now that he can win regular events, it'll be time for him to win. The Masters, and I'm, I'm happy to have that number. I probably would even be looking at Fino at 30 because I'm a dud like that. Well, before I jump too far into my wagers this week, there is certain information that I need to gather. That is, who are the most andicust golfers of the week? So let's bring him in, in studio. It is certified insane person, Tim Andicust. Not my name. Not your name. No. But you're in studio with us. Does seem that way. With Jeff as well. Never get to do this. Now we have it. So we need to know, right off the hop, your three most cursed picks for the Masters. So I wouldn't put it that way. I would. give you my three picks that I like. Many are saying that's what it is. So my third pick is Mito Pereira. I've been talking with him for a while. Is that someone I would take? So it's your long shot. He's my long shot. Played. Gr- He's been playing great on Live Tour. He played great again this week. Uh, helped bring his team to uh, you know a very respectable finish. What team? A- a- what team is he on again? Torque. The the Torque. <laughs> Torque. The Torque. JC. JC. Uh, I anyway. Uh, so Mito is my long shot. You know, I nearly won at Southern Hills. What, what happened to him at Southern Hills? Do you remember? He had a bad. Bad hole. Yeah, what did you tweet? That it was anticlimactic and that he was going to win and it was going to be sort of uninteresting. Ooh, okay. And then, like usual, Justin Thomas wins a tournament by stealing it at the end. I mean, he stole – you won with Justin Thomas. He stole my Wills Alatorre. I had both. You had both of them. Yeah. I had both. I was – I had an incredible majors last year. I actually – I had Rory at the Masters, which was a Foss second, but it went in as a second, but I still won no money. You had Cam Smith? And then I had Cam Smith – I had the playoff of Z, Z and JT, both of them. And then I had Z at the U.S. Open. So I had a sw- – well, no, there was no sweat at the Masters. I had Zalatoris and Scheffler at the U.S. Open. Scheffler collapsed on the back Yeah, nine. thanks to him. Oh, shit, yeah. Scheffler's really got it rolling. Bogey, three-putt, thing. It, it was so bad, it made the Custies. That was a fun That's... U.S. Open. Yeah. It was a fun track. That was we great. We should go back there sometime. Yeah, you really liked when they put the goalposts up, didn't you? Remember that? So obnoxious. People are like obsessed about like the player's gold golfer guy. They got rid of him. That was a he thousand died. times better than the uprights on the 14th hole at the country club. They did that in somewhere else this year. What? The uprights? Yeah. I, I can guarantee you where we will not see that happen. The Masters. No. Well, CBS doesn't play those games. And Augusta wouldn't allow it. Yeah. So Mito is your third pick. Debutant, mind you. 
He is a debutant, but... Uh, 1983, I believe. Fuzzy Se- Zeller? 79 or 83. Yeah, Fuzzy Zeller. And Oh, is that a regular-sized Pepsi right. Max? Yeah. Looks delicious. Yeah, it looks awful. Premier diet soda. It's, it's not even a diet soda. It's a zero soda. There's a diet Pepsi. We even call that a diet soda. Do you actually see Pepsi rebranded? I, a new logo? I actually it? think... He, he likes their logo. I think to give them their due, the new logo looks better than whatever this is. I got to say it does. The traditional, it's like a re, uh, sort of a retro go back to the traditional logo. It looks much better than that. I think they should just go back to like the late 80s Pepsi logo. That's like the mm. iconic Pepsi I logo. Agree. Like I agree. Like the Cindy Michael, Crawford, like the Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson hair on fire yeah. Pepsi yeah, like logo. That's Cindy what Burger Crawford. King did, right? They went back to their old logo. Like, is, is it helping Burger King? I don't know, but a lot of companies I've noticed and, and sports teams have gone back to their old logos, old yeah. colors, and it looks nice and it's a good decision. So, Mito, number three, who's number two? Number two is Brooks Kepka. Oh, oh my God. The winner this week at Live Orlando. And, uh, you know. What team is he on? I, he is on. Uh, I know. Is it Smash? I think it's Smash yeah. GC. Smash GC. He's on Smash GC. I thought that was Bryson's team. No. No, Bryson is. So, Brooks's odds over the past, like, two days, they were at 55. They were at 75 to 1. Then they were at 50 to 1. What, what's the lowest you've seen them now? Like 25 to yeah, 1? Yeah, 30, 33. I even saw probably a peak of 90, Pat, at some point in this um Like over season. the past two weeks. Yeah, so now we're back. Like Brooks played great at Live Orlando. Um, I just don't get like why was Brooks a great play now potentially, but all the other Live guys aren't. Not Because they didn't of- win on Live. I yeah, mean, I, CH3 and Danny Lee aren't going to be eligible for. Although I think they actually should be. If the if the if Augusta's going to let in people with previous wins, I think they should let winners on the Live Tour into. I don't know where. <laughs> be fair. I respect that you are um, like not Crazy. hating on Live and and you're like he, very he, open he, he to, used it. to hate on Liv I still, I still, all of his favorite players went to play on. Liv. But I don't know when the bit ends. When you tell me, because Danny Lee won in Tucson, he should be at the Masters. It, he won a tournament. He won a, to- a major you are, tu- a, a, a tour tournament. And to you, that's like you'll you'll use that as like, well, someone won the Honda Classic. Well, well he, should, should people from the DP were like, you win the Irish Open, should you automatically get into the Masters? The Irish Open's a good enough tournament where I wouldn't object to that. That's a good enough. That could be a Rolex series. Honestly, there should, it is a Rolex series. But, but yeah, Ryan Fox didn't get in because he won Honestly, in there Ireland. should be like a factor where the strength of the field results in if you win a tournament with that field strength, you get into the tournament. Well, what determines field strength? Well, I don't know. I'm not, an, I'm not the person. If who it's the world golf rankings, that's bad news for Liv. And you only like, like you came to this decision on Brooks. Over the last last uh, few like days. just because he contended, in but a- I mean, also the logic is like Brooks is uh, historically like if you've got him within a stroke coming down the stretch in a major championship, there's not very many golfers whom you feel better about than Brooks Kepka. I agree. I said it. Say now, watching, I think what would it have been the players that when Scheffler is contending, I have the feelings that I had of Brooks sure. during his run. Like it feels like, oh my god, all my bets are done. Can't stand this yeah, guy. Yeah, Scheffler has that Brooks thing when Brooks was going through yep. the major run. I know because I, I think I had money on Brooks of one of those four wins. And the other one's like, oh, Brooks is dead. Great. I remember very vividly. Now I can't remember the course. I think it was Shinnecock. Yeah, it was Shinnecock Hills. And he like duffed it on a par three into like the fescue or whatever it was. It's like, finally, Tommy has an opportunity here par, right? to get to stick it. And all Brooks did was he like hacked it out of the fescue. From and he put it to like 17 feet, and what does he do? Steps up, just center of the cup, 
Scheffler does that every single well, time it feels two like. years ago at Kiowa, like until like the second last hole, Brooks was still a favorite to win that PGA championship the whole way through because like everyone kind of thought Brooks was going to jump over Phil and they was going to win the championship. But I mean, so, you watch the Netflix. I don't know if you watch the Netflix thing or not, but I we did. watched the Netflix thing. feels like he has shattered confidence. Do you think winning in okay. Rihad and Orlando gets it all back for him? I hope if he didn't win this Orlando event, he'd be 90 to one. I would be in this place where like, I am worried for Brooks Kepka's health because if he goes to the masters and doesn't have a, like a good week, he is going to be like morbid in the sense that last year was such an embarrassment for him at the masters. And people can say what they want when you're Brooks Kepka and you finish worse than Tiger Woods did at last year's masters when Woods couldn't walk when Woods was doing like that is um, a dart to the ego on top of all the other darts that Brooks took last year. He's looking for, I mean, he's on this like world. I don't want to call it revenge because I think that's a silly way to look at the live guys. Everyone wants to win the masters. Like everyone really wants to win the masters. I don't think playing for live makes you want to win the masters more. It's probably good for your franchise value. If you're looking to sell (laughs) NFTs of your franchise value down the road, like Sergio or just sponsorships. He's already got sponsorships. But, like, additional ones. Anyway, I just think Brooks is obviously back to playing some better golf against great competition. He takes it a win. And now he travels a very short distance up to Augusta. And he is a killer in major championships. So, let's go Let's go, Brooks. Mito Pereira, your number three pick. Brooks Kepka, your number two <laughs> pick. Who is the most cursed golfer going into Augusta I National? think we see back-to-back major championship wins with Cameron Smith. All live guys. Is he, it didn't, this is this is is this a bit? No, I intent, I had the second spot in Pavlotech. All I had three a, spots. I had the second spot wide open for somebody else all week, and I was debating between Jason Day, Tyrrell Hatton. Like I was open to who I'd put in that last. And spot. Brooks, like, and I get it. You see Brooks, he's winning again. Or and I, that was enough to like. You know what? I wanna. You know, you people who win at Augusta are people who are coming off hot streaks or coming off wins. In recent form, Brooks just won a tournament. He's really good. And Cameron Smith is one of the three best players in the world. And he won the British Open. I mean, confidence is king for and a if you guy win it, like and, Brooks. And St. So. Andrews and the Masters, there's a lot of relationship between the winner at St. Andrews and the winner at Augusta. So there's, Cam Smith makes a lot of sense. There's rumblings he's dealing with something maybe. in the hand. He, he may be. That, that, I mean, I don't know. And if he's what? trying and live, the results probably show that he's dealing with something. Like he sat on his hand to give himself a stranger, but the feeling never came back? I'm not sure, but there have been reports that he's not 100%. He may not be, but like... He's definitely not going to be now. Nevertheless, I, I, I didn't mean, intend for it to be three lip guys. I had given ne- uh, sorry uh, Mito a while ago. Uh, that was a, a pre-given. And I, you know, two or three weeks ago, I was like, Cam Smith, he's going to be my top-notch guy I'm going to take. And I was really, it was an open competition for me who would be in second place. And if Hatton had played really, really well this week, I probably would have taken him. But he didn't, and he didn't play well uh, at, in San Antonio or in Austin. So I was like, you know what? Brooks just won. He's a Florida guy. It's a short trip. He's a major champion, a major championship killer. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on Brooks, despite his odds being short. I don't think he's going to be a very uh, high. He got annihilated by a lot of people you follow on the internet yesterday. Did he? Yeah. yeah just by being in the lead in the live event. They're like, oh, they saw what you saw. He's back. Let's bet him to win. Okay. These are great and the, and the, I speak I mean, for the people in this sense. Yeah. I don't know how long those 75s were hanging around, but people messaged me who I didn't think would be anywhere near that to ask me if I did it. Did and, you? No. Neither did I. I still only have one Masters bet as of like we speak right now. 
Anyway. As for Liv, uh, I think it's very dangerous to blindly like count them out. I think that is a very dangerous strategy. These guys, a lot of them will play to the talent we know they have. I can't be convinced otherwise. It's simply a numbers game. Right. There are too many of them in this field, and a lot of them, not all of them, like not Phil and not Charles and not Sergio, but just about all those guys. I go crack. Not so, Gooch. Well, I like Varner. no, but I'm more talking about like I'm not saying if you whether you like them or not. Do you think Varner's going to win the Masters? No, I am no, more I in the. Them, um, but I wouldn't be shocked. I am more willing to believe. Never won a PGA event. I am willing to believe in that live layer that goes beyond Cam, DJ Brooks. Like yeah, I would say Louis, I, I think answer, answer Reed. Yeah, sure, oh, Reed for sure. Reed. Could Reed. The end. last time Louis, that there Louis was an a, the last time there was an event that had a lot of live and a lot of PGA or World players. Rory had to hit a 14-footer on the last to beat Patrick Reed. Now, in fairness, he hit his ball into a tree and got free relief from it. Okay, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it can be close. And they can be there. And the notion, like, in two years from now when we're doing this, two years isn't a huge sample, but we'll have an idea. How do the best players play from Liv going into the Masters? But right now, it's a total unknown. And I can respect if someone's like, because of that unknown, I want nothing to do with them. But at the same time, I think that's dangerous because they're talented and a lot of them are going to play to the talent we know they have. You would think so. Do you think it's hilarious that we just brought up all the live guys and not once was Bryson's name mentioned? He hasn't shown it. I don't know what's going on with them. Like, well, he wait, should he, be able to... Do, like par 69, right? Or 67. 67. I mean, he missed the cut when he was playing at his very best, it, like it, two years ago. His so. best performance ever is when he was the am, and you got jumped on the Bryson train because he was wearing the Dom DeLuise hat. Ever since he won the U.S. Open at winged foot, just a switch got flipped in his career. And, like, he tried to be a different person, and it just hasn't worked. I don't know. Like, he obviously won uh, the Arnold Palmer the next spring, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, now, maybe, as many people were saying, the way he was trying to, to win golf tournaments was an unsustainable approach to golf. It and, does seem to be that way. And it's funny because so many guys went out of their way to replicate what he was doing. Like, Rory is on record being like, I need to get extra length. Sure. And Rory was already one of the five biggest hitters on the tour, and then he went out of his way to do that. It seems like he scaled that back a little bit now, which is kind of crazy to think about. I, I might bet one of the live guys. Like, I, I've been circling Dustin for a while. You might it feels he, like there's, like... Dustin I, played well this week. I'm just going to wait, because it doesn't, like... Now that people are actually actively betting Brooks, which we've seen, and he's going to be guys. sub 35 to 1. Cam Smith is going to stay at 20 to 1. DJ's been hanging out around 25, 28, whatever it is. If he's not drawing any handle, he's going to be, like, 40. 35, 40. I think you see a 40. I really... Which seems crazy for DJ. Crazy. And he literally might be... As Brooks loves to portray, and our friend Kenny Kim pointed this out on, on Twitter uh, last week, as Brooks loves to portray this I give zero fucks attitude, when you compare Brooks's attempt to have zero fucks given to DJ's, it's like not even close. <laughs> Dustin Johnson is the standard bearer. He is the pinnacle of zero fucks given. Anyone who tries to claim they don't care about things, you just compare them to DJ and you're like, you are lying to us or you're just a phony or something. Um, do you believe that you believe that the DJ, I don't give a fuck is it's not an act. That's just, no, DJ. I don't, it's not and an he act. can roll out of bed and shoot a 67 on that golf course. That's not because Paulina said so on full swing. I actually believe that of him. Can you win this tournament without your a game? No, 
That's the question. That's like, God, does 40 to 1 matter if you don't have your A game? But his like laid back approach goes to something you've always had, which is he was the only one when they did the tour uh, interviews about Liv where he's like, yeah, I did it for the money. He didn't feel like he had to like construct a big argument about why he was doing it. It was simply... And, and no one gave him shit over no, it either. And he never complained about world golf rankings. Never And once. he never complained about being kicked left off of Ryder Cup or, or President's Adi- Cup. Or Adidas taking And he hasn't complained that anyone's forgotten his birthday. He's. We've almost grown to like DJ more in ways that we've grown to maybe pick on other guys who made this transition. I, I feel Two like... Two and a half years ago, he had the lowest score to par, I think, at Masters history. It was in November Masters. Sure, but it's still the same course. Sure, but it was a different time of year. It was. There was guys who went really low that year, too. Like he won at 20 under. Cameron Smith went like really Sung-Jay low Sung-Jay was year. second place, Sung-Jay right? in his debut was second place. I think they were both like 16 under or yeah, something, and, which would win like 90% of the I, Masters. Yeah, I think DJ was at 20 under He was par. 20 under. Yeah. That beat the Spieth record. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, th- those top-tier live guys, they're all live. Who has the worst chance of winning this event? From live? No. no. Oh, I stand oh. by. I've been saying for seven, eight years, and I'll continue to say it, I think Jordan Spieth is never going to win the Masters oh, again. Oh, God. That, and it happened, you know, multiple years. He steps up on the 12th tee, and things start to disintegrate. That was fantastic, though. No, that, but that, like that, made Jeff, year, that made Jeff and I's career. I know it did, but like the next year it happened, and it happened again another year. And it will get brought up every time he steps on the 12th tee. For the, until he wins the Masters again, if it ever happens, every time he steps on the 12th tee, that replay is going to be shown. And you want to know something? I, I think s- it's in his head. I saw, I saw an interview with him um, recently. It was, might have been last week, and he was asked about how he's feeling for the Masters. And, I'm betting him first round later, by the way. And those close oh, calls, Pat. And he goes... I need another Masters because I feel I've given a couple away. He has. Like, he has. Yeah. So in his mind, he will never be content without he, – he needs to get one back because he is still – as I think any golfer would relive those. He gave it away. And I guess when he went through his struggles, like you sort of probably think back to what you gave away when you did have Definitely. what you, you had. and. He's come in his own. He's his own pocket on the betting board. I don't think that's going to change, right? We have the big three, and he's going to be a standalone guy. He's he's fourth on the betting board. Maybe if someone gets like, if people all want to bet Cam Smith or Cantley or Xander or Morikawa or Thomas, whoever it is, if there's one of those guys that draws all the attention, they could get up into the Spieth category. Do you think people will not want to bet live guys? They'll have this. Yeah, I think there's people that, that, that there will, will be genuine value on them because or in DraftKings there'll be a lot of value on them. People are like, I don't know, these guys are on this funky tour that's it, not it de- real. I, 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 th- I don't want nothing to do. with I him. think it depends. I think that people are going to glom on to two or three live guys who they perceive as great value, okay. and I think that Brooks was that guy, and now his value is gone. I believe that there is so much disrespect towards these live guys. That if there was a player, take any live player, I'd like just use an example, Abe Answer. If Abe Answer missed the last seven months with a labrum tear, but he showed up a week ago and looked healthy and looked fine and looked like Abe, that would be respected more by fans and the sports books than going to the casual golf. Yes. If Abe Answer was, he wouldn't be 160, he'd be like 80, 100 or something. Casual golf is respected less by the books as we're talking than if someone had a significant injury, but they've, they've played an event and they've shown you they made the cut and they're healthy 
or something. And let's not forget, Answer was the one who won that Asian tour event that Cameron Young went over to play. That mm-hmm. was Live. It was the week after the Patrick Reed Rory over in the Middle East. It was that or two weeks later, or whatever. Like Min Woo finished really like high up in that event. It was like DP, PGA guys, and Live guys. Abe Answer was the one who ended up winning that. So at least he has a win coming into the year. I, I don't think it's necessarily him that's being disrespected from the Live end. I think it's Sergio Reed, those guys Phil. who. I mean, Phil's, Phil won the ma- major two I, years I understand ago. that, but like since Phil won that major, he's been absolute dog. He's been sure. hor- not just like he's been so bad at live, like Fair enough. horrible. And yeah, he's, he's, but he was yeah, bad, yeah, and he's been yeah. bad in the majors too. And before yeah, he man. won that major, what did he do? He won a Champions Tour. He event. won back to back Champions. So events. I don't know whether that's an example that we shouldn't. I'm not calling Champions Tour casual golf, but I would argue that it live is probably as hard or harder to win. Like they're really big names. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, put it this way. I think that Liv is more competitive. Than Champions Tour. Than Champions, only because you can have an in-your-prime Cameron Smith okay. on, on the Liv Tour. So that is sort of my point. And we saw what, to the Brooks bet, people who are on that, we saw what winning a Champions Tour event did for Phil. Why shouldn't winning a Liv event maybe do that for Bryson or um, anyone in the future, I guess? Phil, though, he's, he's like... Last place left. I know, but at the same time, he, he did is just a win liability a major. to the high flyers. <laughs> he is. Oh, he, is. You know, he definitely is. But, but at the same time, he won a major two years. He didn't play this tournament last year, so it's not like he played badly at Augusta last year. No, but he played horrible at the Open. Still he played shocked. horrible at the U.S. Open. Yes, he did, but he always plays badly at St. Andrews. Still shocked he didn't play and the Masters. He, had ne- last year. he hadn't played the country club in like 20 some odd Listen, years. I think Phil will be fine here, but we're talking about an outright winning bet. I don't no, think I Phil's going to win. My deep fear is. I don't think that Tiger's going to win the Masters. My deep fear is that Scheffler's just going to win by 12. I, I, that's the thing that I'm I very the most. I'm still considering it. like betting on Scheffler. It could happen. Do you think, or just not possible because the field size, like the 260 to one on Taylor Gooch, we're not going to get a T20 that correlates to that. No, number. but obviously, I, I mean, I'm not even if you make him 500 to one, I'm not betting Taylor Gooch to win. He's not winning. No, I said a T20 that correlates but, to no, like. But, the, but that's not how that's not how the Masters works in general. I know, I know. on any of these, so. That I think that's a, a foolish argument. You're to right. Go after. It's a fool. Yeah. Should, like if I'm going to bet a top twenty, I'm probably just going to bet Cameron Champ, who sucks but plays well at Augusta for reasons unknown, like Corey Connors and yeah. Will Zalatoris, who can somehow putt at Augusta. So you mentioned Spieth with no chance. Is there anyone else you see having no chance to win? I hate to say it, but I think the pressure of the Grand Slam disqualifies Rory for the time being until it stops being a story. The first Masters opening you know, few days where people aren't obsessed about is Rory going to complete well, it's the It's never going to happen. Well, eventually sometimes. Unless he's but, so old that he's like can't. Like, do, do you think it's because be it's right. Rory and because it's Augusta that it's a story that gets made every year and because he's constantly good? But this never comes up with Spieth at the PGA Championship. No, but it did come up with Phil at the U.S. Open for 15, for years, for but, years. But Spieth only needs the PGA Championship to do this. Yeah, That's true. No, it, you're it, right. it, it, it never does come up. Like from, it's not a narrative there. And from go, from go with Rory, it's been a narrative. From like well, the moment it, it, it was his first time. That, that, yeah, that, I guess. That Masters. He, threw, yeah. he hit the, the house on 10. And Spieth never really contended at a... I could be wrong. Maybe he, he came, I believe he came did. third to Dustin and Brooks at... Bell Reeve? Or, or no. no well, the the one in the Northeast. Dustin The one that was super hard. Luke Bliss came inside. Wingfoot. No, that was the U.S. Open. Dustin hasn't won the PGA Championship. No, Brooks, no, Brooks, Brooks won. won. Dustin, Dustin came, came second. second. Brooks won at Bethpage Black. That, it was and, Bethpage. And Speed what came did third. I say? You said Shinnecock. Shinnecock. He won the U.S. Open at Shinnecock. Yeah. But he won at Bethpage Black and he won at Bell Reeve. Yeah, it was Bethpage Black. Speed came in third. That was the year that we had Luke List at 200 mm. and he came like And then he four. won Aaron That makes Hills sense. Ball. It's a Aaron super, Hills super Hills hard also. course. Yeah. 
And it makes sense. Like two bombers and then one big scrambler. If it's a, oh. if the weather is super super tough, I mean, Spieth's got a better chance than if it's a easy like high scoring master. I don't know. He, he ain't winning he had, a master. He had the, the best. He, he had the best score two par ever at he, one of the easiest masters. He, he was out of his mind. That but he that I mean, was he, also eight years ago. He's but, driving but, the ball so well right now. I, that's why I like him as first round leader because like even in the years where he sure. hasn't been good, he just. Remember when he almost came back to beat Ricky and Reed that year? He just had an amazing Sunday. Like, he has these low rounds in him, and usually it used to be the Charlie Hoffman memorial bet, but he can't qualify for the Masters anymore. Matthew I've... Fitzpatrick has no chance. Fitz. So Write him Sp- off. Spieth, Rory, and Fitz, no chance to win. Yeah, I feel the strongest actually about Spieth and Fitz, least about Rory of those three. I really hope – I don't want Spieth to win. I kind of want Spieth to win. I've I've turned all my uh, complete one. If Cam Smith wins, he starts the second. He's two uh, fourths of the way through the live slam. Oh, the live slam! The, there is something about me wanting. I mean, I think it would be great if somehow Reed, Bryson, Brooks, those three, not DJ, not DJ, because people are apathetic towards DJ and Cam Smith. People still like them. Yeah. I would say Sergio, Sergio would be the and, other one. And, I, I just and don't, Mickelson. Yeah, but I just don't think that like, they have an opportunity. They're probably not going to be there. And Bryson's I, probably not going to be there, too. That's wishful thinking. I agree with But that. I think it's good for golf if these guys are in one of the final groups. Wouldn't it be good for them if Liv won one of these majors this year? One of them? I, I think it's, I think like if I was to script how yes. golf is going to go, I would give – I mean, if I was going to script this, Rory would win the Masters. That's what P- or Tiger would win the Masters. Oh, yeah, sure. But like a PGA guy wins the Masters, but like the Live guy takes the PGA Championship or something like that. The the, the Live guy is getting one this year. I think would be huge. I agree. Because if they don't win anything again, and they really don't compete but again, what do you mean again? Like they, like now they have to no, win no, a major looked, to be legitimate. No, but that they looked, seems... no, they don't. But if they look poorly, like they did the last two majors, they really competed in. If they go another two or three majors where everybody plays poorly. Like, at some point, it stops being coincidence. Being what, what's going on here? Like, these are the best players in the world. They should It's the best be players, playing. and it's a course that most of the guys you're counting on are very comfortable with. Yes, even Louie. Right? I mean, they went out, and they basically just took, like, half the champions, still alive yeah. Masters champions to join the Live Tour. I can't wait for the photos from Tuesday night. See, I, think I can't that, wait for See, it. I think this whole Live versus PGA players not liking each other thing is completely overblown. I, th- I really don't think the players care that much. I mean, there's a few guys they don't like, but it was the guys they didn't like anyway. Like, no one likes Patrick Reed. No one ever liked Patrick Reed. Mm-hmm. People don't really like Phil. No one ever really liked Phil. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think Bubba Watson, just because he made, like, weirdo comments, people hate Bubba Watson now? No, absolutely not. People like Bubba Watson. The older guys People might. still like The Varner. older guys who don't play anymore might, though. Like, oh, you're talking about the guys who don't play the tournament anymore, just show up to the dinner. Like a Marco Mira. Oh, whatever. Great. But, like, you know, it doesn't take much to start. Anyway, I hope not. Shuffler deserves a good dinner. Did you like his menu? I think it looks delicious. There was one thing I didn't know what it was that was on it. Uh, confetti it cake? Yeah, what, what is, is that? that? What is That's that? like birthday cake. That's a weird dessert. It's like vanilla cake with like uh, sprinkles or whatever. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like something like no, super, no, no. super weird. I mean, no, I love no, no. vanilla cake with icing. I think so that's what I, it's like. I, I did, enjoy did they that. have mass at his master's dinner? They will probably have to say grace, yeah. I'm sure they say grace anyway at Augusta National before the... Before but what if the champion didn't want that? I suppose if they didn't want it, they Well, you would. think they said it for Hideki? I suspect they probably do. Do you think they said it for Spencer Levine when he won? Well, Mass is <laughs> Grace doesn't have to be a Christian prayer. That's true. So, yeah, of course you can say prayer. I'm looking forward to betting like a DJ over Brooks prop. Now that Brooks has been steamed to the best player in live. 
Yeah, and we'll see what that ends up opening at. Hopefully all that stuff just gets dropped. Like the odds will reset, get dropped, obviously, and then boom, we get the whole smorgasbord of all the Masters bets that we I'm can out make. on Mike Weir making the cut. He's you think a Mike missed Weir? cut. He made it a couple of years. He's missing the cut. TSM will have him in the saddle Saturday and Sunday the whole day. I mean, I feel like it's more financially beneficial to him if he does miss the cut and gets to be on TV for two straight days. Maybe. That would be my guess on the situation anyway. And there's who, a new Canadian who can win the Masters now anyway. Corey Connors. Exactly. Who's the old guy who will inevitably be a story for the, three There days? hasn't been one of those in a while. Really? Yeah. Longer is the last one to truly like kind of be in it. And that was the Danny Willett year. That's seven years ago. There hasn't been like an old, I mean, I guess you technically Tiger. Uh, but Tiger's like 45. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think if, if there's any like older hands that it, it's usually longer like longer to in 2020 longer freddy yeah, yeah. Fr- freddy hasn't been competitive yeah, it's been since 2010 phil's turn right to yeah take phil that is kind of the guy sure i mean and phil did just win a major two years who's like, a little older than phil that want like would have won just before him it was tiger all those years oh yeah like we're mike we're uh no, you know no, mark america yeah if immelman it. played which he doesn't immelman would be one of those people or zach johnson yeah, I guess Zach Johnson's pushing. Zach 50. would be the guy. It wouldn't shock me if the way that they've set the course up. But right I now. don't think we would treat Zach. No, because he still plays on tour. Yeah, I mean he's the Ryder Cup captain. That'd be a great, fun thing for him to play great. But we wouldn't treat him like this. Oh my God! The how senior statesman? Yeah. Sort of, okay. Like it would be whoa, but it wouldn't be this. You'd be like, oh, Zach Johnson's not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if he could come inside the top five or something like that. If he would, was in contention. You think you, they said grace at his champion's dinner? Oh, they did, I had a whole circle. Do you like the course change? I love the change to 13. Yeah, it looks because good, right? Because everybody was able to rope a three-wood around the corner just about and get a real crack at it. Uh, and we're, that hole was way, way under par. I don't think that's going to happen nearly as much it, as It's year. still going to be the easiest hole on the course. But there won't be the I think two, will, yeah, there won't be a, there I think two will be the easiest on the course. I mean, two is pretty difficult. Not on Sundays. They are setting you up for real opportunities at Eagle with that pin placement. It's in the traditional it, it just It's really hard to make a – like, yes, there's – like, the birdies are still going to come in, like, droves on 13. There's just going to be fewer Eagle chances. I, I think there'll be very few Eagle but, chances. But, so, but there, it, the potential to make a huge number on 13 – Really isn't there. Like, Sergio got it in as bad as he could get it against Rose and still made par. So that is my point. 13 feels like we're just going to watch guys chip it and spin it to a foot from 50 yards or something. Or they're going to take their long irons at it. It's also the hole the Tiger should have been disqualified at at the Masters. No, that was 15. That was the other one. No, it was the other one. Yeah, Yeah, because he laid up. What's the one with the water behind the hole? That's that's the other par five. That's 15? Yeah. And they lengthened that one last year. And there were no eagles. For the week. Now, it could have been a win thing, so we don't want to... I mean, that, that one is more difficult anyway it to is. eagle. Like, Phil was able to reach the green from the pine straw with a six iron on 13. Between those two trees. It's just, I, I don't think that there's going to be a disincentive to go for it if you're even, like, you have the possibility to get there. Because if you do put it in the water on 13 short, it's an easy up and down for par. Yeah, but I think so many people are going to make birdies there that you kind of have to make birdie. And taking that, like, a par is like a bogey. And no, therefore, it see, makes no, more see, sense. That doesn't make any sense. And they're so amazing with their wedges. It makes more sense to hit your three wood out there and then smack a nine iron or a pitching wedge down to the bottom and then just spin one close. I don't know. And it, take your bird. If they have five wood or less, they're going for it. 
I would agree. Because there's really no doubt. And the worst spot you can put Remember, it that on that. that hole is also shaped like this. Fair enough. Right? But the worst spot that you can stances. put it on that hole is where Rory seemingly puts it every single year when he puts it in the fucking ro- azalea bush over the green. Then he can't find his ball. Yeah. But that's the only way to fuck up that's, that hole. It's a bad spot. And that's going to be really hard to do to put it in there if you're hitting three wood thir- from down on the fairway. 13 was a fossil of a different time, and it needed to be updated a little bit. And I think it will produce more interesting golf than it did. I agree with you, but I'm saying it was too easy. Guys like you, are still there's going to be fewer eagles, but guys are still going to go for it. But that will bring the scoring average on the hole down. Then. Sure, but it'll still play as the easiest hole on the course. Okay, I still think it will be two, but you may be right. I'd be curious to know. I, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me. What the actually the second easiest hole on the course is? I don't think it is two. You don't think? No, I think eight. It could be eight. The other Lo- par five. Eight and fourteen, or and fourteen's an easy par four. It's the one without any sand. Or, or sixteen on Sunday. Or 16 on Sunday, unless you're Greg Norman. Oh, yeah, 16 on Sunday. Uh, is anyone going to get a hole-in-one this year? I don't think so. I, I would say no to that. I don't think it's going to – I mean, obviously, you're sweating Sunday at 16. That's if it? They, if they choose – basically. Didn't Connors make one at, like, four last year or That's like a 250-yard like – I know. It's a really hard one. I'd be hitting driver into par we got, Didn't we get two hole-in-ones at the players in one day this year? At the I, think, I feel like we had, like, four hole-in-ones at the players overall this year. Maybe. Yeah, because Hick- Hickok made one. And then Buddy, not Hickok, the one who was with Jerry Kelly. Was it Smalley? Who was it? Yeah, Alex Smalley. Yeah. That's who it was. And I think there was another one on top of that. I did ask you to rank your three favorite holes at the Masters. Okay, so my favorite holes, my number one favorite, and that should be everybody, is 12, Golden Bell. That's the par three. That's the, the decisive oh, championship no. hole on the course. Yeah, like the last it. 10 years, the winners or losers have been determined on that what is a so deceivingly difficult hole. The way that the tee box is built into the first cut, the way that you know you can never, ever come up short, but if you go deep, ask Tiger, you make a 10. Uh, it's, the, it's the most perfect golf hole, uh, most perfect modern golf hole. I think the road hole is the most perfect hole. It's the most perfect go- modern golf hole. It brings the most drama into play. It is amen corner at its most difficult, and it is, it is the highest leverage hole on the golf course. If you've got someone up three or four strokes, you don't have a moment's peace until at least he gets through 12. See, if my- he gets through 12, that's the first step. Okay, I got a real chance. 12 is that hole. So that's my favorite hole there. I like 11. The 11 best. is my okay, second 11? favorite. I like 11. The I don't best. like that they move I, I, I rid of the trees. I, there's still those three lingering trees, and guys got stuck behind them last sure, year. Sure. But is my that, that is legit, the, I think, the hardest hole in the That's course. with the water. Yeah, the water on the left going okay, down the hill. No that one, is a meat And no grinder. one even wants to take on the pin. The penalty no, there is a guaranteed meat. double. They yeah. all rather just bail out no, and yeah. take their luck hitting a six foot par. That's my second favorite. I love that hole. No one. The thing is, no one. What I don't like about eleven is it feels like no one even tries to take it on. Yeah, but the the thing with four and eleven is two or three guys every round are going to make birdie, and you will grab. Yeah, three it's like a two shot swing for you on the it's field. It's the types of holes that like Hovland and M make birdie on yes. because they actually are like, like they'll they, go pin seeking. Yeah, always. Yeah. They never stop just attacking a pin, and they hit the shot, and they're good enough to do it. But they'll then not take advantage of. I have this thing that Victor always birdies the hardest it, hole. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of like the new Fino. 
where Finau would just par the easiest hole oh. on the course every single time. But Victor actually just actively birdies the yeah, hard holes the hard and holes. then bogeys the yeah. easy holes. Somehow. And then two is my third favorite because it two. is the first part five. too easy a little it, bit? It can be, but, you know, it's the pace setter for that tournament. Like when Louis dumps it in for double eagle, like that sets the tone. On Sunday, if you're going to compete and win that tournament, you're going to hit a great shot on two. I disagree. It really gets – because one is such a blah hole. The, the, the way the kind of tournament begins at two. See, I think the tournament begins at three. Because three is a swing hole. Because sometimes they'll set it up where you can kind of drive three. Sure. No, three is a fun and, hole. And, like, everyone always wants to lay up to the left. And then when you get that actual angle of what it looks like in real life, it's like, oh, you're chipping it up a mountain. And you, like, have no idea where it's going. You can spin it back I off agree. the green, back down that hill. That's one that Charles chipped in on okay. to start his run. He I did. love that hole. Didn't Scheffler chip in on three on Sunday last year? Yep. Inc- the fucking hands on that guy. <laughs> Like, he's unbelievable. Would, would, would you back anyone who doesn't have hands at this course? So Victor's out. Well, it's funny you say that. He's my guy. He's uh, like my... Victor... He's so good on the other pendulum that Vic, I Victor be. has lost strokes around the green in 90% of his non-major rounds. In major rounds, he has gained strokes around the green in 85% of them. That's does, insane. Does that just seem like a outlier? I, and... I, don't, I, I honestly do I not don't... know. I don't know. I don't I want know to see why a 50. that's the case. I want to see them drop a 50. They're not dropping case. a 50. I've seen 40, like, fives. I might I think. Be. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about leaning into that. So what was your third favorite? So you have thir- so 13, 2, and 11? 13, 11, and, uh, and 2. Can I throw this out here? I wish 17 was a better hole. I wish 18 was a better hole. I love the green on 18. 18's a bad finishing hole. I like when they. I see. I don't like the Sunday pin placement on eighteen. No, I like that's when the no pin, fun either. I like when the pin is in the very back it's of that. It's just green. a plain it's the, it, that Jane uphill pin. par four. It's just for but such a great course. Didn't they change the pin last year? Yes, when Sheffler like nine hundred and still won. Rory didn't bunker into that traditional pin. I feel yeah, now Rory and Morikawa both yeah. made their uh, yeah. bunker shots. Sixteen but, and eighteen are two holes I just don't care. for. Eighteen just doesn't feel like it's got the teeth. No. Right? It, it's not the. It's not a suitable. It's a great hole somewhere else on the course. It's not a suitable. I just wanted Patrick Reed to bogey it so him and Ricky could have gone to a playoff. Well, Ricky can't even play in the Masters now. No, because he can't run down Corey Connors. It's tough. I thought Cooch was going to win earlier this week, and he was going to get himself back into the Masters. Well, unfortunately, Cooch. he cannot. Did get you himself see back in. the Cooch? Who was telling one of the the radio guys was telling the story? Was it our guy Will Haskett? No, it's like Cooch in a nutshell. They see Cooch in the laundry room at the hotel in Valero doing his own laundry. <laughs> this guy needs to keep every freaking dollar. Matthew Coocher, he might be historically a top 10 earner in PGA all time based on him arriving with Tiger and taking full advantage of the life. He, does, he doesn't send out his laundry on tour. So do you believe he made that sandwich himself that he ate on the fairway? Well, There's a good Steve chance. He had 30 minutes to decide to hit that shot. He's got kids who are, apparently his kid almost Monday qualified for an event. Wow. Anyhow. So, any final Masters thoughts for 2023 before we let you out of here? I think it's going to be the most intriguing Masters that we've seen since Tiger's. because you have three live guys since, winning. No, no, since Tiger's return. Uh, in 2010, where I, I think this is the biggest, there's the most intrigue around this Masters. There's a cloud that's swirling around, not a negative one. You don't think it's weird you pick three live guys, though? Yes, it is weird, and it wasn't intentional, but that is the and way. And one of them wasn't Louie, who you pick at every major? 
if Louis had played really well, he was one of the people that could have gone into that two spot because he played really well at Tucson. Louis could have got there. I like Louis. I cheer for Louis. Louis should have won yeah, uh, at Torrey Pines. If he just didn't hit it out of bounds on 17, he wins the, the, the U.S. Open. What was it? Was it Corey Connors or who was it? That, no, no. Which Canadian golfer was Matt Hughes hit Matt into Hughes, a tree. Who apologized to him after he hit it into the water on 17. He said, Gee, I wish we could trade drives, Louis. Because he felt so bad that Louis hit it in the water oh, on 17. Yeah. And uh, Louis shanked one in the water in the team event with Charo, like before that, too. He had this, like, late round, I'm going to win, Louis oh. in the water run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still has never won on U.S. soil. But He's that's the thing. Like, you think anyone on tour has bad blood towards Louis? No. No chance. Like, no. No, no chance. No chance. People hate Bryson. They hate Brooks. They hate uh, Patrick Reed. They don't like Garcia. Yeah, the guys they didn't like when they played on the PGA Tour. Yeah. So no big shocker there. All right, we'll let you go, and we'll get on with the bets and field breakdown. So I want to say thank you to Tim Underkust. Tim Underkust. <laughs> And yes, that is his name. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Unfortunately, the weather that I'm looking at right now is Cam Smith weather. So now I don't know what to do. I mean, <laughs> firstly, does that mean live in general is cursed? I don't know. I mean, live in general I, seems pretty cursed anyway, so maybe having Tim on their side is like a boost for them. Firstly, credit to, to him because... Uh, Talke is actually how you pronounce it, as we found out. Torque, if you listen to the broadcast, and, and as Tim has let us know after that, that as an avid live fan and viewer, um, that is how they pronounced it on the broadcast. So Tim's actually watching. Tim is watching. He's one of the four. I did find something really amusing, not to, you know, go back into last week, but Munoz had a distance putt on 18 to Ty Brooks, and I saw in some post-event transcripts or interview that he was nervous about, they had a, the Torque, the tor, Torque? Torque. Torque had a one-stroke lead in the team event. He did not want to jeopardize the team total. I'm not making fun of him for this. I'm just, it's like a dynamic that's like, whoa. Like, this is a new, as is many things in live. Like, I've never heard of that before. I mean, you're probably, I mean, you, that's the only place you're ever going to yeah. hear about it. Yeah. So that also seemed weird, but I guess. Um, it's the same that's... thing as Connor's on 18 yesterday. It's just like, once he saw that Stevens missed the putt, he laid up, 
put it to 30 feet and it's like, ah, I can two putt from here for the yeah. win. No big deal. And I mean, to take something from the most recent PGA Tour event, Pat, which is something I feel like I say every Monday on this show now, and it's been a while. Golf betting appears to have gotten easier. I have just gotten worse. <laughs> now, that's not to say like other short end players did not play well. Uh, Hatton didn't even make the cut. Davis Riley, Montgomery. Hideki exploded on number three, and that was the end of him. Yeah, and who was, was Connor's second, or was there someone even in front of Con between Connor's and Hatton? Connor's, Hideki. H okay, and Hideki. H Hideki, Hideki, Hatton, Hideki, Connor's. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you could have gone to the top and been like, golf's not easy. I bet three guys at the top. I didn't win any of them. Yeah, but two my, of them missed the cut. <laughs> but my point being is like, okay, it's easy to say on the Sunday, but that Connors, the, the fact that only good players, and you could debate good, like Chris Kirk won, you could debate that. Yeah, but, but he was like 25 Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the top of the board is just winning. Florida brought us some wild card entities, which, it, which we love about Florida. But other than that, you still can't find them. And and Corey, as a guy that puts so money into the so much money into the Corey well and doesn't get it back, um, I was still happy to see him win. But as we head to the Masters week, like just maybe don't overthink anything. Don't overthink weather. Don't just like that, sort of what's that, happened on tour this year is just pushing like fifteen players only. And some would say that's too many. Some might say Feinberg, it's eight. Others might say it's 25. I'm a sucker for losers like um, like a Fleetwood, a Hatton, a Connors in that sense. So well, I, Connors is like a favorite this week. We might as well put him at five to one to win. Everyone's betting Corey Connors. It's 35 to one at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know that the books, not, listen, we've seen plenty of like boosted guys win. I don't want to run through them right now, but we saw it a bunch last year, even DJT at a major. It was usually Finau. It was Fina when it was the Scotty match play, JT at a major. Um, it happened a bunch. I think even Burns on the back-to-back -back at Valspar. But last night, the boosted golfers were Brooks and Corey Connors. And that was almost like the book saying, if you need this crack because they just won, we'll even give you some juice on it. But they're like happy, happily taking your current Corey and Brooks bets. Yes. Well, like with, now that they were both the most popular bets of Sunday for the Masters, <laughs> you, know, you got to boost them back up a little bit. Really, really suck you in on them. Yeah. So let's go to the top of the board. After the great reset of the Masters odds, it wasn't really even all that great. It's two at the top now. There were three. There's two at the top. Scotty and Rory are seven to one. Rom is nine to one. Spieth is sixteen. Cantlay is the fifth favorite at DraftKings at eighteen to one. Then you got Thomas Day, Finau all at twenty. Dustin, Xander, Cam Smith at 22, Homa, Morikawa at 25, Cam Young at 28 to 1, then you have Brooks at 30. Those are the top names on the Masters betting board. So the thing that I've been struggling with, and Cuss brought this up, and you and I have been talking about it for weeks now, doesn't it just seem like Scotty is unbeatable right now? And it's the same thing we said about Rom a month ago, and now Rom seems like he can't win. But, whew. I'm, I'm seriously considering betting. I mean, I wouldn't bet the seven. I, I see an eight and a half. But we keep losing. I keep losing betting on golf when the answer is just Scotty Scheffler like every single time. Why wouldn't I just bet him? Like, do I really want to say, hey, I can either bet Day, Finau, and Dustin or one Scotty Scheffler? I'm starting to think that the bet is actually Scotty Scheffler there. And this is the quandary in the card construction. Um, and I go back and forth. And last week, I thought for sure 
I'm going to bet Scheffler and someone else I love in the 20s and Scheffler, Rory, someone, maybe even Rom and someone else in the 20s and just call it like a, hey, I'll have some other, I got my Finau future and maybe some long shots I'm a sucker into. And then I wake up this morning and I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that. I don't know that I have the willpower to just not make my card, which was just like five guys between 25 and 50 or something. But I don't think you're wrong. I just, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to put all the chips in like on a guy. I've said a lot, but I've said nothing. And I'll just come back to say those odds, those specials that were out there that were even in there into the early part of the season for repeat winners, you could have gotten this at a 14 or a 16 for a really long, for a really long time. There were 14s and 16s. But I was like, no, I'm betting Tom Kim to win Wyndham at 33. So I'm, but I I don't know. I wasn't ready to do it because it went back to the point that I'm not ready to decide which really good player is going to win. I wish I had the courage then or the the foresight. Give me the three. There's the three. I'm taking Scheffler over Rory and Rob. I'm not, I I just don't want to overthink this. Like he's playing the best. He won here last year. He's won a bunch already this year. And the shittier the conditions, like the better he's going to be. And he's the best Tita Green player on earth with Spethian level around the green magic. magic. Yeah. His hands compared to Rory, they don't even, they're not even on the same planet. And that's not to say Rory can't win. I'll be thrilled for Rory. Um, you know, as Tim pointed out, the grand slam for him has been omnipresent from go in a way that it doesn't appear to be omnipresent for Spieth at the PGA. Yeah, I think that's just the lure and the magic of Augusta. We're going back to the same place where it's hard to sort of. And and he's had so much success at Augusta National. He just hasn't won. (laughs) And last year to see what was it like 35th after the first round and then to come finish second. I know it was a backdoor second that never really felt like contending, but it's a second. Um, there's a bit of a mixed nomer on Rory. And maybe I use that wrong. A mixed nomer? Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, I'm, I might even... I've said it wrong, and I might even be using the word wrong. Okay. Or the fake word wrong. The should, word I created. I would think you should triple down on that. So we're going to triple down. There's this thing like Rory always plays bad in the first round of majors, and if he just played well in the first round of majors, he would win them. Except, but he except, has like it, last it, year it, the yeah, open, saying, like, except for the times that he plays well in the first round of majors, <laughs> then he plays terrible in the second round of majors. So it's not as simple as oh, if Rory just shoots me a sixty-eight, a sixty-nine, even maybe a seventy on day one. He's going to win this thing for me. Uh, just avoid the the total, the bottom out. Um, and your thoughts on Rom? He just peaked too early, or you just you like shut? You just doesn't even compare to Scheffler. I mean, obviously they're comparable. I like Rom more than I like Rory, and that's not to say that I don't like Rory. But it's not like you're gonna bet two of these guys. Hell, it's a stretch to try to bet one of these guys at these odds. But you go back and look at the types of players that win at Augusta. Obviously, Scheffler is you know, he just won, so it's very present in our minds. But the wins that you generally need to have during the season before you go to Augusta. You know, two top 15 finishes in your past three starts is usually a trend line, unless you're Hideki. Hideki's like the one guy that is a complete outlier with any trend that has happened like the past 20 years or so, him and like Angel Cabrera. 
Yeah, and I before Hideki won, I think I railed for months or that week. Like, I don't want to bet Hideki because he hasn't tasted smoke in a year. Like, it's not that he hasn't won. Felt like he hadn't contended. He had some quick little fun thing in Houston, I think, in that mix before he won the Masters. But yeah, he was he was in Houston the week before and he came thirtieth. Yeah, but he never actually tasted any smoke, like contended or Sunday or even name on a leaderboard. Um, so yeah, he bucks every trend that are all pretty reliable and consistent. Well, I mean, the trend just points to good players win at Augusta. <laughs> it's like going back, the <laughs> lowest ranked player in the world rankings. This is fudge now because the world rankings are so weird because live guys don't get world rankings points. But Bubba in 2012 or whatever the year he won? Yeah, 2012. He was the 18th ranked player in the world. That's the lowest player on the world rankings to win the Masters over that time. People forget Danny Willett was the 12th ranked player in yeah. the world going into the Masters. He just happened to be 150 to 1. Well, he actually went off at like 60. He did, yeah. But like, and, but, but he had won. He won in Dubai, and that elevated him up. Then he came third at Doral, and that elevated him up. Like, he had a really good run throughout the course of the early part of the season. So, like, it's Bubba was the longest, most outlier winner that we've seen at the Masters. It was Willett because people didn't know who Danny Willett was because he played on the European tour. But worldwide, he was one of the best players in the world. Yeah, at least form-wise coming into that. Uh... So look, looking at it right now, if we just look at the world rankings, we say that no one worse than 18th is going to win. That leaves you with a pool of 18 players. Scotty, Rory, Rom, Cantley, Homa, Cam Smith, Xander, Zalatoris, Hovland, JT, Burns, Morikawa, Finau, Cam Young, Fitzpatrick, Spieth, Hatton, and Sungjae. I don't really have much to add to that. Like, who would you want to include in that? Hideki? Just, okay, yeah. Hor- with Hor- these conditions, Lowry. Oh, I thought you were saying Horschel. No, okay, he was the name right uh, above Lowry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I may have like, yeah, don't play, don't, don't bet on Billy. Yeah, Billy it sounded like I leaned in big there as you were like releasing that name. Um, I mean, day is like 20 to 1. <laughs> but Lowry is if you want to take a shot deep down the board, and when I say deep down the board, I mean above 50, the two that stick out to me, especially with these conditions, if these hold up, and that's why I'm going to kind of wait on some of this stuff, but we saw Lowry win in like these conditions at an open championship, if you recall. It was, it was not pleasant at Portrush when Lowry ended up winning. And people forget Lowry was third at this event last year. So, like, the worse the conditions, I think the better it is for Shane Lowry. And Justin Rose would be the other one that I would look at. Like, if we're going to get into cold, windy, wet conditions, I want to start looking at some of the British guys. Rose, maybe the best. It's like pure bank grass? Is that it? Yeah, yeah it's pure bank grass here. He's like one of the best pure. Has been his entire yeah. career. I got to say something about. Reed as well. Justin Rose. Can you give me a player statistically who went from literally like bottom barrel of something to now being one of the best? Well, Webb Simpson went from being the worst putter alive to the best putter alive. Okay. So Back th- to being the worst putter alive. So Justin Rose pulled a Webb Simpson with how he uses the internet. <laughs> Justin Rose forever, and I will die on this hill, was the cringiest like golf internet poster, even his Father's Day Posts were cringy. They felt like they were paid for by seven sponsors. His like Bombonos or bon- Bonos, whatever that. He clothing. was sponsored by Bono. No, um, oh jeez. There's a lot of it's, suffering it's a going decent, on in the world. 
you had that, some of those those clothing shoots, just some really try hard. That was it. Try hard corny for a guy that like so desperately what like was a nerd or wasn't cool in his 20s, was now older, wanted to be cool. That's how I saw it. That's how I read it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Maybe I'm wrong about this. He has transformed himself into one of the best golf Twitter users or users of like pro golfers on the internet. After his win at Pebble, his lovely little trophy case post and and making the room and leaving the spaces for momentum and the video he sent out yesterday regarding his master's prep and the green books. That was magical. That was golf interneting from a pro at its finest. So he did the Webb Simpson. He went from the worst to one of the best. Unfortunately, that usually swings back. Maybe, but it seems like he's gotten a groove. So I love that. And you think he's live here with those uh, feisty, feisty Euros. Well, it's funny because to, to look, and I, again, I want to wait for the weather to really smooth itself out the closer that we get. Because, I mean, it's one thing to say, hey, Saturday looks super rainy and super cold. If it's that rainy and it's that cold, they're just not going to play. Because I've run into this problem before. Like when Cam Smith won the yeah. Players' Championship, I was like, oh, that the Cam Smith wave looks terrible. And then they just didn't play for a day, and then he got to be a part of the good wave, and all yeah. my guys got stuck in the bad wave. So I don't want to base all of my analysis around that. But when I do think of, like, waterlogged tournaments, not necessarily windy tournaments, but cold tournaments, you know who that does kind of benefit? Dustin? Dustin, maybe. Rory. Remember when yes, he went to Congo? Yes. And it was, it was him and Day, and like it wasn't even close. They were the only two players, I think, under par that entire week. Okay. And Rory, like, broke the course records. But as we've sort of acknowledged factually that outside of those, like, like insane Rory all-time, maybe outside of Brooks at Shinnecock, like, the most amazing performances I've seen in a major championship, if it does get really tough and the scoring is low, Rory does not like that. Well, he won Liverpool at five under. I guess he won Valhalla at, what, like 19 under or something. Yeah, I'm just saying the modern Rory. And he also rags on bogeys. But I I don't disagree. Distance, clearly it's beautiful. The pictures of 13, I think, are beautiful. What has happened there, that's been dissected. Um, But distance, right? With the wet course, people seem to be saying Augusta's always kind of leaned to the longer hitters. And now that they're probably going to have a even more significant premium this good, week good for min woo top 10 in driving distance for for such a little guy it's pretty impressive so who does that hurt the most like the best players who don't spieth colin colin spieth home Cam nice smith maybe i don't think it like actively hurts players but it just puts more of an advantage. Like, there's not really any top players in the okay. world who are short off the tee. And you're it's right. It's not like Brennan Todd is a And to that player. point, the players of the elite category that we're discussing, that top 18 world ranking that can win, they're so good in all other aspects of their game, they can make that up. A player, just as an example, like a Brian Harmon, I know I'm going, like, way too deep, but just to use that skill set, he would have to be absolutely, like, perfect. Yes. There would be no room for error on the group. Like, he, couldn't, he would have to be insane hot. Like yeah, there could be no missed six foot putt yeah, for him all at week. all, all week. So everything would have to go those guys' ways. Well, yes, a guy like Colin and Spieth and and Cam, they Connors. are just 
so far off the charts in other areas that they can make up the 12, the, the what, four yards that would put them in this qualifying category per se? Like eight maybe, yards? maybe. I mean, a lot of it's going to be carry distance, right? Because a lot of this strategy, one of the reasons that like the old dudes, I mean, this really hurts Tiger, I think. But yeah. one of the things that when it's baked out or a bit dry at Augusta is like you can be a shorter hitter and like, hey, if I hit it up there, it's going to hit that hill and it's going to roll all the way down. Now, the good thing about Augusta National, unlike any other course in America, is you have the sub air system underneath of the greens at every course. Augusta has it underneath the entire course. So it will suck the fucking moisture out of the fairways no problem and i don't remember who but i remember listening to somebody in the last week or so as this weather was coming saying they were there it was soaking and they couldn't like they couldn't it was like amazing how what was happening was happening when like people who follow golf are used to a course being wet and those sorts of things not happening so yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not like playing at the Greenbrier and you have to turn a par four into a par three because <laughs> the tee box is too waterlogged um, yeah, they're going to live is going to Greenbrier. Yes, and they're, going to Val- like that and they're going to Valhalla. Are they really going to Valhalla? Spain, right? Yeah, yeah. Sergio influence. I guess Team Tarque, big yeah, favorite there. Team Tarque. Um, as we're still in the top, something that I keep battling as someone that I feel like is wagered on Cantley quite a bit, and like you pa- see enough, pa- Patrick can't win. Yeah, but okay. See, that's also like, I got some hecklers who, the guy that would always call him he- can't win when I post him on a betting card in the comments has returned, but he disappeared for a little bit. When Cantley was winning. Yeah, I guess the FedEx <laughs> Cup, like he took a year off or something from from saying that to me. Um, so I'm in this quandary of like, the stats are always good. The final performance always shows you enough where you feel like he's on the precipice of it to come back and do it. But now it feels like, and I'm surprised this morning he's as close as he is to Spieth. I honestly thought Spieth would be his own tier um, today. I see Cantley within two points of him in a lot of places, and almost every place. So they're like they're tiered together, um, and Cantley is in that territory, Pat, where I love Patrick Cantley. But as um, you know, we've gotten to hang out over the last day. I said to you, Cantley is now at this territory where I don't think of him like DJ Rom Day. I mean, Scotty, I wasn't expecting him to win the Masters last year, but I'm now, made na- sense. I'm now naming the players who won that first major at like pretty much the under 20, 20 to one and under price. He is now, that's an ask that is, um, we've seen people struggle with who aren't of that like, we think this guy will be a number one player in the world type yeah, skill set. Guys that we have penciled into the Hall of Fame, like, essentially. Yeah, like I, gar- I didn't, like Day, Rom, Dustin, I was all like, I guarantee they win majors. I'd bet my life on it. I'm not betting my life. Patrick Cantley's a one-day major champion. I expect him to be, but I don't feel like I would have arguing for those other guys before they got their first major. Also, the Masters, since we've been doing this show, it has been so, the first time major winner has been very kind to that like 40, 50 range. Uh, and even you can go back and add the Will at 66, but Will Reed, Sergio. Hideki, yeah. Reed, I think I just named four of them. Yeah, but our golf betting odds have changed so much over the past, hell, two years. That's why we're seeing so many of these like sub 30 to one guys win because the guys that we 
are now 28 or 25 to 1. They used to be 45 to 1. They've just taken more handle on the odds. So that range that you're talking about, that like 40 to 50, 35 to 50 range where we saw the first time winners, is that now the 20 to 40 range? Listen, it could be because you're right. You have like 40 guys under yeah. 40 to one <laughs> and that have don't have majors, right? Yeah. Like Cam Young, Xander, Homa, Willie, Homa, Sungjae, Burns, Zalatoris. It, it's that, that whole range is essentially guys who haven't except for Morikawa. And, but Morikawa is 25 to one okay. or 22 to one. Um, Yeah. So maybe you're right. It's all gotten squeezed. Although we do say that the game has changed is harder to get the major tickets it does seem like the two biggest future tickets that now have the best equity forgetting the brooks uh you know you got your 75s your 90s homa us open yeah but even homa masters homa's not going to win the masters okay but i'm saying i see like 120 to one great no i'm not betting him i'm not here for it um but i'm just saying that's like the biggest move in clv although golf clv Thing. What's that worth? Uh, I hope Homa wins. I, I don't want to say that I, I'm rooting against Max Homa. I love Max Homa. But I just want him to win the U.S. Open, not the Masters. That's I where have, I have all my money invested. I'm trying to figure out when these bets were made. Uh, probably when he contended at the first major last year. But I, I, I saw would say Cam- anytime pre-President's Cup. No, I've seen 160 Cam Youngs. Oh, 160 Cam Youngs. And I've seen it from the whole stage lower. 160, 120, 180, 60. Uh, I think going into match play, it was like 40, 45 on DraftKings. And then obviously he, he would become only the th- second player since Tiger won his first Masters to win the Masters after missing the cut at the Masters the year before. Reed is the only other one. Yeah. And that's it. Listening to uh, I'll give him a plug. Steve Bamford, who I think does great work. In the- great work. Steve Bamford. Follow along <laughs> in, the, in the golf podcasting space. He, he and the boys had a fair discussion as, you know, Cantley is statistically checks every box, but it's like Cam Yacht, like who would you rather have? Patrick Cantley, who has never performed well in majors ever. Like it's weird. Although that one time he eagled 15 at the Masters. He I came ninth that year. Tiger won. Yeah, he still came ninth. And I though. had 66 to watch. So did I. We yeah, were yeah, fired yeah. up for Patrick. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's making a run. And then he finished so early. Even, even like Bubba passed him yeah. at that point. All the good players hadn't played the par. All the late T times hadn't played the par fives yet. Um, what was I saying? I can't. Lie. Young oh, versus Cantley. But Cantley's got like no major smoke. But you feel like he's more, potentially feel like he's more matured into the moment. Versus a player like Cam Young, who's never won an event. <laughs> Patrick Kinley has a lot of wins. He has FedEx Cup wins. He has a tour championship. But he feels like um, like his major performance, does that equal out? Like, are they more of a coin flip to you? Or Cantley would clearly be in front. I mean, if you ask me to bet one, I bet on Cam Young. Yeah. So that was sort of the argument. But, but you made the point, and it's, uh, we were talking about like square versus sharp betting, and this is the squarest move alive, but I do the same thing unless the odds are like ridiculous. I'm not betting on guys I don't want to win the Masters. I don't want yeah. Patrick Cantlay to win. Okay. <laughs> like so, I'm not, yeah. I, I am actively not rooting for him. It's not that I don't like him. It's like same as Xander. I'm not going to bet on Xander. I don't want to see Xander win. Yeah. It's nothing against him. I'd be fine if he won, I suppose. It's just I would pick 50 other guys I'd rather see win the Masters than him. And I am guilty of this, and it's not, I know, I mean, it's not like a sharp strategy, but I bet, I bet for fun. Uh, I'm not a professional better, sort of like the Super Bowl. Like, I'll make bets on things. The Masters, 
to me, like I'm just going to, yeah, I bet on guys that I believe are good enough to win, but I also have to want them to win. Yeah, obviously it's a terrible strategy. It's why I lose my money on Morikawa every single tournament. But the, at the same time, there are so, I mean, people can f think differently, but I truly don't dislike any player. As I said a few times, the only player I kind of just don't want to see win is Spieth because he has so many majors and I like cheering for losers with no majors. So let's cross guys off who we're not going to bet. I'm not going to bet on Rory. Scotty, I'm leaving open. If I'm leaving Scotty open, then I'm not going to bet on John Rahm. Although I like Rahm a lot. You can tune into the DraftKings Millionaire Maker Pick Show that I did with Raza and Kenny that's already up on the feed. We talked about these guys at length and how we want to use them on DraftKings. Using a player in DFS and betting on them outright, I think, are two different things. Because you can play Scotty and Rahm together on DraftKings and have to figure out the bottom of your lineup, which might be more viable now because of the weather that's moving in. Tambo and I will talk about that on Wednesday. However, if it comes to betting, only Scheffler can be up there. I'm probably not going to bet Spieth at 16. If he was like 25, I'd probably bet him, but he's 16. I'm not going to bet that. I'm not going to bet Cantway. Thomas is a maybe for me. Day is a no at 20 to 1. Finau is a no at 20 to 1. Dustin is a yes for me. He's still in contention. Morikawa is in contention. Cam Smith is in contention. No Xander. No Max. No Cam Young. What did you say about Morikawa? I missed that one. I, I like Morikawa. Yeah. I don't know if like if the odds remain true to what they are right now, and he's twenty-two to one. I don't see myself getting there. Not a bad number, but it's not a good number. Yeah. So that's I've shrunk the bucket in half, at least for me. So you took the eighteen that you kind of dissected and cut them in half, pretty yeah. much. I mean, we haven't got to the next level yet because, I mean, we'll get there in a second. Because there is a guy that I do want to bet from in there. But right now, I have to figure out what I'm doing with Scheffler before I can make any other bets in this range. Like, I do want to bet Dustin. Dustin is my favorite of the guys. And I've seen him as low as 30 to yeah. 1 in some spots, which is a very the enticing The Brooks number. thing is good for you wanting Dustin. Yeah. On every level, as I said with, with Tim, that... Um, like, if I'm going to get, like, plus money, pick him, Dustin v. Brooks, I will probably... I'm on Team Dustin there. And we'll talk about those bets. Head-to-head -head bets, top 40 bets, make the cut bets, me, you, Cam, and Rob tomorrow on the Best Bet Show. That's going to be fire. But right that. now, we're talking about outrights and one and done. So, I'm abstaining from this range until I can make a concrete decision on whether or not I want to bet Scotty Scheffler. I like Xander Shoffley. But I've been down this road before. What is it that you like about him? Just the complete game. Just he's contended here before. Uh, I liked how we played at match play. I, I just like how he's playing. Um, yeah, that's of that range. But that could be a big mistake. And then you feel so dumb. Nothing makes you feel dumber. I guess before it'd be Spieth, but he's too short. When you bet Xander at, say, 25, but you... But Colin at 24 wins. Yeah. This just like proven big game player who has an ability to spike. The weakness is spike for the moment instead of this Xander that I like, like eights across the board. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, where I am. But I have to almost make a Xander v. Cantley decision for myself before I think I can move on. Because what a torture chamber it would be for me to take both of them. Like, what an absolute... I mean, why don't you just bet them both to finish inside the top 20? You, know, you might get your money back that way. I like to say there's nothing I can bet that will make me 
not enjoy the Masters. Like I will, you make an outright bet, just consider the money lost. That doesn't mean you don't like the pick, but that's how I look at it. And maybe that's silly, but it just, it sets me up for way less disappointment on the weekend or when things go to total shit. And I love the Masters so much, I don't want to be in this place where I'm so bitter about it on Sunday. I'm seeing a Dustin V. Brooks head-to-head right now. Dustin, minus 140. So doesn't that tell you a lot yeah, well, about Brooks, what they did? The number was just people like, ah, Brooks want to live of it. Yeah. And I don't, listen, I, I mean, people thought I took a shot at Brooks this morning in the sense of, quote, tweeting. His comment after he won yesterday, it almost seemed like he's not even sure if he's informed. <laughs> If that makes any sense. And I know like when you're a player of that level, there's levels of form. But I've never seen a player on the PGA Tour, Pat, or the Euro Tour win. And they themselves are questioning like how good their form is. That makes any sense. So I found that weird. Maybe I took a comment out of context. Um, But I would love for Brooke. I want all those guys to be in it. I think it'll be so much fun. It's so... Brooks winning the week before the Masters is actually freaking awesome. It would be it, the only way it could have been better is if Bryson won. Sure, same guy or and Phil. It, yeah, <laughs> it just sets us up for such a. I love it. Like the real life storylines. I think a lot of the drama is overblown. I kind of agree with me, you, and and Bub, Bubba in that regard. Um, like like you said with like with Tim, who doesn't like Bubba Watson? <laughs> You know, like who does, who's going to like give the stink eye to Louis Oosthuizen? <laughs> These are just lovely human beings. Not, not all of them. It seems like Sergio and Ian might've gotten under. You mean some the guys that, the, the guys that no one liked anyway, big shocker. People still don't like them. Yeah. But like, who's upset? It seems like Billy Horschel's upset. That could just be an act, but that's also just his personality. He seems like he could be a curmudgeon about like, if you brought him apple juice instead of orange juice. So I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know. Let's let let's go thirty to sixty. This is fun. This is where like, I'm going to lose money because there's like seven guys at thirty five to one: Connor, Sungjae, Burns, Zalatoris, Hovland, Hideki, and Brooks. All thirty five to one. Fitz is by himself at forty five, and as designated by Cust, cannot win this event. One of the three guys he said that could not win. Terrible form on Fitz though. Hatton, Tommy, both 50 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Rose, Reed, Neiman at 50. Lowry at 60. Should we have the Victor Hovland discussion now? Because I think I'm going to bet him to win. I see the 40 out there. I'll probably bet the 40. I mean, I'm going to bet the 40 over the 35, yeah. obviously. So, I mean, for starters, I do not have the willpower to sit. Well, I won't be sitting across from you on Monday. But to do what's going to be a great heritage show, it's the after party. You reminded me it's an elevated event. Yeah, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to, what a, that's great. It's going to be like a master's after party and then golf sucks for a month, which is cool. We'll take a month, three weeks off mentally, but still lose money. Yeah, the, the Custies will come out. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have some con- NFL that, draft. But I don't have the willpower as a human to tell me you think Victor Hovland's a good play and me not play him. So I was looking at it. And you, in your research show, spoke about um, the how weird some of his master stats are versus it's not even master stats it's major stats the the guy can't get up and down save his life like he's pumping viagra into himself before every round still not working can't get it up or down at that point 
call a doctor if it's more than four hours. But the majors, I don't want to say he has an elite short game, but it's been really good. Like it's shocking. So <laughs> I was, this made no sense to me. And then when um, John Hasselbauer tweeted what you were talking about, but in a naked stat form, like there's no name on it. This is just a player's um, major championship stat line. And he joked that it's an elite short game player. So I'm staring at that tweet for like 30 minutes, trying to figure out who I am looking at. And then to find out it's Victor melts my heart. But you might like this one. Is Victor shallow Hal at the majors? <laughs> like how? It makes no sense. I mean, it could be a, a product of a very small sample size. And maybe the, the shot link data isn't calculated like for the masters like people have to do it by hand so maybe it gets thrown off that way like there's different reasons why it could look that way and frankly like his ball striking performance isn't all that great but the one thing that we talked about at the time last summer for the open championship was how well players do at st andrews and how well players do at augusta a lot of crossover there i mean vic could have won the british open last year and said he wanted to shoot 72 playing with rory both those guys were just having a green and regulation yeah. contest, but to see who could be farther away from the pin on their birdie putt. Yeah. He could have won Bay Hill last year also. Another one where, I mean, Tigers played really well there over the years. Scotty. Scotty. Kurt Kitayama. I mean, th this weather is like Kitayama weather, by the way. He's a debutant, so that's not great. Be the first He's probably the favorite in the top debutants. I was trying to run it through my head. We will get, maybe get there. I forgot to ask this to Cust, but I did want to propose a rule change. For the invitations to the Masters. If you are a debutante and you are the low debutante, I think you should automatically, regardless of the spot that you come in, get an invitation next year. Low debutante gets an automatic return. I, I don't feel that strongly. It's just, if it was the case last year, there was a tie for low debutante. It was Minwoo Lee and Harry Higgs. Wouldn't I, you love to see Harry Higgs at the Masters again? Yeah. Okay. Trying to think who's even it's uh, this like year? Taylor Moore, Svensson, Tom Kim, Tom Kim, Mito, Mito. There's guys this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Victor, Moronk, Thigala, Kitayama, Ryan Fox. Yeah, so all guys. Big group. All the AMs. Either way. That's just something I like. Listen, the Victor case is the same case that you always make. He scores really well on the difficult holes. His long irons are amazing. The ball striking has been amazing. Essentially, like, if you compare what Hovland has been doing and what Finau has been doing, it's exactly the same. Yet Finau's 20-1 to 1 because he has good history here. But oh. it's the same number. Can I go back to Finau for a moment? Oh, God, why? You trying I, to lose more money? I'm already, gonna, the bet's already in. Is you're going to bet Finau, Xander, and Cantlay, are you, at the Masters? That's going to be your card? I want. That sounds like a winner. <laughs> Not all of them, but probably two of those three. And Victor, people are probably laughing at us. You're um, going to throw Tommy on there too? Maybe it'll be like the Royal Rumble see, where Tommy there's a mystery entry and you can bet on Ricky too. Tommy and Fitz, I guess, would fall into there. It could be a little short based on some of the statistical data, but they're the feisty Europeans. Feisty Euro. But, I mean... They're the feisty can't win Euro. Like, wouldn't you just rather bet Lowry? Okay, who might right. cut himself out of the tournament. But it feels like he could actually win at the same time, too. Yeah, that's true. Finau, I feel like people are... 
there's a perception that he's not playing well, I feel. But statistically, I actually think he's playing great. He never loses strokes, it seems like, with his approach, Pat. And taking out match play, which is a bit of a thing, and he lost, I think, in a playoff in the pod. So I don't know what his finishing position actually counts as. But he hasn't finished outside of 25th place, like, ever in the last, like, six months? Four yeah, months? Eight, 19th, 24th, 20th, 14th, 9th, 16th, 7th, 1st. This is current run it's great and he gains on he gains like five strokes on approach every single week every week yeah. the driving hasn't been great like weird Vic, victor's driving has been way better way better speed's driving has almost been better it, it just when it gets to crunch time with victor what i worry about is it, it same thing we saw at bay hill when he gagged didn't gag it scheffler won but when he needed that up and down to tie scheffler at bay hill last year and he ended up oh, losing by his trust just left it in the bunker <laughs> okay, this is just a Victor <coughs> fanboy take that I'll probably use at the Masters each year, and I probably used it on the show last year. Cause two years ago, he made like a triple out of the gate and was just smiley, happy-go-lucky guy, and then had an amazing week relative to the triple off like his first ever hole. Um, and the year before, he was like the top am. So he's got great vibes here. And closely moan, I think works better for R- Victor than the, the hosel. Yes, yeah, no, I would agree. Like, Although I've seen, those... I've, I've seen him like duff off the closely, closely mode. I know, as well. I know, but the ho- like the greenside hosel, like you miss the green by two feet at Bay Hill, and you are in the thickest greenside rough, like on the hole. He's just dead. He at least has a chance. I feel like from the closely moan. Well, you know what it might be if we're trying to figure out why his around the green numbers are not as bad at majors. It's because it's hard to chip at majors anyway. It's not like everyone is, oh, you're 15 feet off the green. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to play it like this. It's going to stop either in or one inch from the cup, like you see in your regular PGA Tour event, which Victor can't do. But no one can really do that at the majors. They're going to leave it four feet past, five feet past. But he'll make those putts, Mm -hmm. and other guys are just going to miss those putts. That's what I think the difference might be. Well, it's that first time. It's that sweet spot of 40. It's, it's And listen, guy. I'm not one who usually jumps on the no. Victor bandwagon. It's just something I noticed when I was doing the research. Finau, by the way, rates out sixth over the past 24 rounds of all players in this field. Scheffler, Rom, Rory, one, two, three. Cantlay, Homa, Finau, Hatton, Morikawa, Thomas, Hovland. That's the top 10. Taylor Moore is 18th. He could be, he's probably the best bet, I think, for low debut talent. I think his game sets up really well for Augusta. Yeah, I, 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 not that I mean, off the top of my head, I think Kenny Yama will be the favorite because he's just Tom Kim will be the favorite, won't he? Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about that. He seems like so much. He's yeah, he, pres- Tom Kim is yesterday's news. Honestly, you're on a president's cup, like you're so past being a debutant in some ways. Tom Kim next week, Heritage. That's a Tom Kim course. Although he's playing like crap, so maybe n- nothing is a Tom Kim course at the moment. Either way, it's Victor for me that's getting the look here. Who else? Him do anything for you? Sure, but I'd rather bet Victor. Same as, like, like, they all do something for me. I mean, Connors being the same number as these guys seems rather outrageous, but he just won. He has great Masters history. Three straight top tens. That's great. I think Cam Smith. We're, we're, we're talking about guys who win the No, event. I know. I think Cam I'm just saying, he. It's only. Uh, I think Cam Smith is the only other guy currently with that. All right. I'll take the guy that can, like, make I'm a three-foot putt. That is not to condone Corey Connors at, what is it? 35 30? to 1. I bet him at match play. He was so good. He lost to Cam Young. It's just of this grouping, like Zalatoris could be fine. <coughs> 35 might be a really nice number. And that number is only going to grow as the week goes it's on. It's going to grow. 
it, it'll probably end up at 45 or 50 by the I've time we get a, to Wednesday. Uh, Philip Rivers has a 45. Yeah, that'll be 50 soon. Because no one's betting. No one bets it. Everyone's got that meme two foot miss, one and a half foot. But if he hits like a 10 footer on the first, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, maybe he's fine. No one has gained more strokes on the greens than Will Zalatoris the past two years at Augusta. So he's the shallow how. So is Connors, weirdly enough. Like Connors putts well with this tournament. I don't know why. I think it's because people like miss a lot of three foot putts. So they're just like, yeah, Corey does that every week. Now, now the playing field has been leveled a little bit. So for me, it's Rose, Lowry, and Hovland. Hovland, I am going to bet. 40 is the best number I've seen right now. I'm going to see if that gets any better. But we thought it would open higher and maybe stay there. But every single person I've talked to seems like they're betting Victor. So I think I might have to get you on the 40 You might need to get now. on it then. May- I'm su- a few of these are going to go up. But the ones that drop that um, you know get the steam, they're going to crater... But I liked Rose anyway. I see him as deep as 75, which is the number that I would probably bet it at. You like Rose over Hatton? Yeah, I do. It's just because he's a winner. At, and at Augusta. It's not that Hatton's not a winner. Hatton hates this course. Really does. And that <laughs> fucks with him. Yeah. He can't be in a happy play. He can't sort of like Bob. Like, it's hard to be in a not to get to a happy place when you start at the place someone like Terrell does. Yeah. When, when you start off angry, it's only going to make you angrier. But I'd love to see him in this thing. Oh, man, he would be, like, you would talk about, like, I don't want to see Cantley or Xander win just because I don't care. I would love to see Hatton win. Again, but he's like Homa. I would love to see Homa win. I just don't think that they're going to win. So in this range for me, obviously I'm, I'm smitten with, with Victor, but Hideki. I mean, I'm seeing numbers as low as 50 on Hideki. Which seems like the course history... The fact he played, I'm not really worried about it. You don't play four rounds at the yeah, Valero if fine. you are injured the week before the Masters. So I actually could make this bet. I mean, I'm, I'd make a lot of losing bets. So if he played horrible, missed the cut, withdrew after day two, I would just chalk it up as a guy that shot nine over and missed the cut, as some of my bets certainly will do. Victor 40, officially in. Keep going. <laughs> No, I might have to finish talking and just jump on your back. Um, I, I, just the course history, I think he's healthy. I think the match play was just kind of took advantage of the format and the system. I don't really know. Um, but uh, yeah, Hideki, Victor, and M, I think are the three guys in this range. You know, before you cut, you chop that other range in half. That would be me chopping it in half. I'm not betting Brooks at 35. I'm not betting Max Homa. What do you, how do you feel about Fitz? Because everything I kind of described. Plays really hard. The European. And he plays well at Augusta. Big win in the bag. I actually don't think he's playing as. Uh, he's playing pretty bad. I thought it, I mean, he likes Austin. So he didn't play horribly there despite not advancing. But he, well, he but, likes here too. But, he, I mean, yeah. he, he loves the Arnold Palmer Invitational. He did come in 14th at the API. And that was after – the API was before or after the players? Before. Because then he had a horrible players, right? Sure, but guys have yeah, horrible Yeah, no, players. I'm just – But then he missed the cut at the Valspar too, which is And then there's great. been rumors of a neck thing. That's been a rumor all year. He was top 10 at Kapalua to open the year, and he's been kind of like mediocre to bad since – if you're worried about the di- like, if you need to qualify to be like a top X on tour distance to count to win the Masters, yeah, but he wouldn't. He's longer than he used to be, though. Yeah. I mean, that was a part of his strategy all last year. And it, 
I'm not, I don't hate on it. I'm just trying he, to he talk has, some he holes. He has gained on the field in driving distance in every tournament for the past 12 months except for Phoenix, where he's slightly lost. So the distance isn't a problem for him. No, it's not. It's amazing what some of these little guys can do. You see, like, the ball speed that Padraig is pulling out these I days? I mean, I would like to figure out how to increase my ball speed on the course. I'm a little guy. I'd like to drive it 350 yards. Hell, I'd like to drive it 275. I just can't, can't do it. What is that all, like, just core flexibility yeah, training? which I have. I have great flexibility. I have great core. I train my core all the time. But just don't. But that's, like, what leads to that, right? It's, like, endless core and, like, flexibility training flexibility to then... Your hip abductors and massive coordination. That's Which is what big, these guys do better yeah, than anyone else. A big, big part of it. Yeah. So Rose, Lowry, Victor. And Victor, I'm officially in on. But that's my shrunken core from this range. Okay, so you went a little bit higher. But I mean, when I said yeah. 30 to 60, it's everyone between those Sorry, guys. I was just smitten in, in that range. Um, Hatton got – there was some hype. Where was it? Bay Hill, where Hatton hit that – yeah, I finished second. Mm-hmm. His master's odds dropped to like 35-40 after that. And then he finished second at the players. Oh, so maybe it was the players So after that. And then it seems like it's gone back up after the match play where we all bet him. and I'm staring at an 80 on Hatton. I don't want it. It's a big number. It is a big number. Isn't he? I saw a few weeks ago or last week, Justin Ray posted a stat that he's the only player currently top 20 in... um, like the three three really important categories. You'll have to educate me on that. What are the three really important categories? Are they just the categories that he ranks very highly in? So it's like, here's the Tyr- Tyrrell Hatton one? No, it was like the only... I mean, Hatton rates out well. Let's see. He is top 10 off the tee. He's 11th in approach. 12th in par 4 scoring. 13th in eagles gained over the past 24 rounds. Statistically, with his game, he should be really good at this course, but he hasn't been good at this course. So when I said, like, three important categories, I wasn't referring to, like, fluff things that could be important. Tee to green approach and driving? Only one player, as of March 20, so this was a month ago, but this is when his number cratered. It was probably a tweet like this that would do it. Only one player is ranked in the top 20 this season on the PGA Tour in strokes gain off the tee, strokes gain approach, and strokes gain putting. Okay. Yeah. You got a bad Hatton? I don't think so, but 80 is, 80 is big. 80, I could weasel that in on the back end and not even miss that money. Do what you want. 60 plus. Do you like Tommy or Hatton more? Tommy? I don't like either of them, so. Rose. That you, Fitz. A, you answered that. I, I prefer Fitz over those guys if they're all going to be like around the same number, which at some sites they are, other sites they are not. So a 60 and above. Can I give you a name? Hit me. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed is 55 to 1 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, I'm having trouble. People are betting Patrick Reed this morning. He opened at 60 at the reset. Now he's down to 55. Um, I mean, the last time two tours kind of got really close to each other, Rory had to hit like a 14-footer with a little bend to it to beat him. Uh, he might be my, I don't know if it's a sneaky live, but as everyone be focused on like Brooks and Cam, Patrick Reed coming up, coming up the back. Uh, I have two bets from this range. Minwoo at 150 to one. He is now 
65 to 1. I probably would not condone a 65 to 1 bet, although he is almost tracking exactly like Willett did, where we bet him versus where he's going to end up closing the week of the Masters, which is, you know, good vibes for us. And obviously, I bet Siwoo Kim at 125 to 1 with eight places on Siwoo Kim. Because, you know, Siwoo rarely misses the cut at the Masters. He'll break his putter and have to putt with his five wood. But he is, uh, he's doing pretty well. Those are the two that I'm in on. I, I like the look of answer at 110. Yeah, that's a big one. That's really it, though. Like, there's no one I really want to go digging deep on. I would probably wait to see what the conditions are if I wanted to take a chance on one of these guys. I'm going to be watching all the feeds at once so I get a good, good feeling about a guy who I can see making a run, be it a, hey, Kirk Kitayama seems like he has this place figured out a little bit for being a debutante. Let's go with him. Hey, all of a sudden, Bubba Watson looks like he's kind of got it going on this week. He's 250 to 1 right now. If I lose that number and I have to bet him at 125, but I see things from him, then I'm okay with that. But those are the two. There's not really anybody I care much to dig. I'm going to bet Cameron Champ top 20. I, I've always thought Answer could work, would fancy his way around here nicely, and I'm seeing some huge numbers on, on him. Um, but there's no one here I'm really looking. I could go really deep and give you a name, but he's being held back. Who? <sighs> Kevin Nah. No, but this is an over 200 to 1 name, and mm. maybe he might be ready for the PGA Championship. But he's just the worst putter on planet Earth. But he hits it like a superstar. Are you going to bet Gary Woodland? I'm not betting Gary Woodland, but it is the one guy who statistically like does things in 200 to 1 that no one else is doing. I don't know about that. I think you're really overrating. I mean, this is the same guy who's like dump strokes on approach to the field in two of his last three. Can't putt and can't, can't Yeah, He's driving the ball well. So is Cameron Champ. Again, like I said, maybe things can change for the PGA Championship, but he's... I really think you're letting Genesis stick out in your mind. He had a great Genesis ball striking. What, uh, there's that, no, that's been it. Whatever. There will be no Gary Woodland wagers in my pendings. I don't... Even at 200 to 1, I don't care. Even that money can happen and be lost. But he's the one guy that's so f- that far back that um, potentially could... For me, but it seems insane. Seamus Power actually might be more attractive than Gary Woodland. But now I'm just naming names. We're talking outright masters. I mean, I I would say Ryan Fox, then, if we're going to play in these conditions. Yeah. Just a super bomber who plays well in the wind. Does Thomas Peters play well in the wind? Does Thomas Peters really play well anywhere? Does he even play well on live? I've bet him two times. Did he win? No. No. Was he even close? Not really. I, I just love the 35 to ones they post on him. And I really, I think I can catch a win at the 35 to we, one. We just need to bet Matthew Wolf every week but, on Liv because he's actually playing well. But the problem is like Peter, the way Liv works is you're 35 to one or whatever number you are. But once you finish second place once, then you're like 14 to one. So you, you have to win. You have to win or you just lose your number. Much like in regular golf, you guys don't win, but the number's dead. Because they're playing well, like Jason Day would be an extreme example of that. And I know I friend like people are mad that they Jason Day numbers they stared at at Christmas that they thought were just a little too short. Do you think Jason Day is going to win? No, he, he's in the Brooks category for me. Where I wouldn't be shocked if they won, but I really don't think they're going to win. 
Like it, it, it's, I mean, I've said it a few times, and maybe it's the wrong thing to say that Jason Day hasn't been in contention all year. But he, like, he has these top tens, but like, what what tournament can you remember this year that you're like, oh man, Jason Day might win? No, I don't have. None. That. I they don't, don't exist. I don't have that memory. As we joked last week, when he was in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, whatever it was, and then he's deeply contending and you know has an injury scare. That's full Jason Day. Watching match play, it seemed like everyone was betting him to win the Masters. That was something I was not taking part in. Um, he's even acknowledged through all the great success he's had with his current changes and swing that he's even said, I saw in an interview, it would have been in his last event, that he feels good, but he still is doesn't know how his swing is going to react in the heat of it on Sunday. These were literally paraphrased his words. As we see all great players, when they go on the droughts, winning again almost feels like they've never won again. Yeah, you have to, re, you have to relearn how to win to open the floodgates yeah. of winning. I mean, we kind of saw that with Xander and Finau at the same time. Once they won, it's like they immediately won again. Yeah. They're like, I got the vibes going, let's do this. And Day's having a great year. He hasn't finished outside the top 20 in any event in 2023. But and again, he's perfect he, for this place. And he, yeah, I mean, we, who did he lose to? He was second. Does, he lost the Bob, Scott year. Bob, or the Charles year might have come and got him. Let's see. Masters, he was fifth in 2019. No, Scott was Cabrera and hell. But maybe Day was third. Yeah, Day was third. Day was a shot out of that playoff. And yeah, he came second the Charles year. So the Charles barnstorm, man. Cam was so mad. I, I won money on Charles, so I, yeah, I can't complain. Right. It was like the first bet I ever made on the Masters. <laughs> it was great. But Day, just the odds are too ridiculous at this point. The last time he actually truly contended where he had a chance to win... I remember it very vividly because I was out of my mind. It's when Luke List won the Farmers. Versus Will in a playoff. Versus Will in a playoff. Because Day made that eagle from the middle of the fairway and he just, just bounced in on like 14. I was like, oh my God, Jason Day is going to win. He jumped into the lead and then he went full Jason Day and gagged it all back. So Jason Day would probably be near the top of the list of player I'm not betting, but I would be so happy <laughs> to see win. Like, I'd be thrilled to see him win. Yeah. Like the golf fan in me, I'd probably cry. I don't know about that. Well, I'm an easy, I'm a quick, I'm a, I can be an easy guy. <clears throat> All right, let's do the quick picks for the Masters. Still deciding at the top. Obviously, all of that content will be coming out throughout the course of the week. Subscribe to the newsletter that will have the final betting card in it. Bets I have in so far. Victor Hovland, as throughout the course of the show, 40 to 1. See, woo, Kim, 125 to 1 with eight places. Min, woo, Lee. 150 to 1 with no places because we bet that a long, long time ago. So those are the three official ones I have in. I'm giving Scotty a look at the top. I've got to think about what I want to do with Dustin, Rose, Lowry. That's where I'm sort of circling the drains on at the moment. I will be betting Spieth first round leader, even if it's 20 to 1. I don't care what it is. I'm betting Spieth first round leader. And Cameron Champ, I'm playing either top 10, top 20 to make the cut, whatever it might be. Just I, I have my feeling on Cameron Champ that... He's just one of these Augusta guys. It's the only course in the world he can play well at now. And this weather looks great for him. He's bombing past everyone. Dustin, I just want to dive deeper quick you, quickly into your thought process. And you want to see, hey, you want to see the number get bigger, which I think it can. But is there something like in the week? Because weather, the weather almost makes him... It's ideal, in my opinion. Well, I mean, the last time we had this kind of weather, he was winning the Open Championship by 700 strokes and didn't finish inside like the top 40. Yeah, but that's because the day it got really nice, he played horribly. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Saturday he, was he suffered, perfect weather. The same thing happened to Morikawa at the players this year. Everyone shot seven under, and he was like seventy. Yeah, it was too. The weather was too nice for for DJ. What is the number? Thirty. So you, you'll get it then. I know. I'm, I'm, I don't it's, even. It's out there now. I don't even. Yeah, I but I, say, I have to figure out what I'm doing with Scheffler first. Oh, okay. So that's. I was like there. But like, if you saw say a thirty-five, or if it even got to forty, you're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm betting. Like it's like even with Scheffler, you can make that bet. Yes. But if he's twenty-two, no, then I can't. But he's never getting there because he's not jumping below Brooks. And well, he's twenty-two Smith. right now. He's airing at the twenty-two at he's, DraftKings Sportsbook. He's due for a major reset at DraftKings. I agree. We hope. We hope. Okay, that was your quick picks that I made longer. Um, my quick picks. I just don't know, Pat, that I can play the top. I just like too many losers. I have a disease. Yeah, but eventually... Responsibly. We have to stop doing this because we keep losing. I'm not... What is really... You people can have their opinions. But what has really just been so reliable for me over the years, I have not been able to break. I've not been able to break. And it's also like... It's not like I'm not betting good players. I'm just betting the wrong good players. You know, like match play. All my bets were pool A players... They just, none of them made their group. The final four was all pool play players. I just picked the wrong ones. So I don't think I can get to the top. I have a Cantley-Xander issue. It can't be both. I will Imagine betting Cantley and Xander at the same money you could just bet one of the big three. Imagine that. You don't have to imagine it because that is the reality of the situation. Would you rather on Sunday, just let me ask you, Jeff on Sunday, let's say there's no weather problems, we're sitting there right now, who would you, where would you rather your money be allocated? On Xander and Cantlay, or Scotty Scheffler, or John Rahm, or Rory McIlroy? Let's say Xander. You get two for one. Pick pick a side. I can tell you what side I want. Let's say Xander is in the lead. Let's say it's a three-way tie going into Sunday. What world is Xander in the lead? No, it's a three-way. What, are you playing this on like Tiger Woods 2K? Wasn't Whatever he, that's called. With Hideki, wasn't he put it in the wall? He finished second. Anyhow, if they were all tied, and it was literally like the back nine on Sunday, they're all tied. The three of them? I would probably, you're right, that I would still in my head be like, I think Scheffler alone is a better play than the 2v1. The odds would tell you that too, because you would look at the <laughs> odds and it would be like, Scheffler minus 150 against those two jabronis. So maybe I'll skip them both then. Uh, but I lean Xander. I have my Fino 50 future. I have Minwoo Lee 50 future. I am betting on Victor Hovland. I can't have you do that and then me be where I am with Victor in our relationship and abandon him here today. Willie's getting abandoned. I'm still floating it around because it's not like it was the back injury that caused him to WD from match play. It was an illness. Oh, it's not even that anymore. It feels like at least... Through everything, the putting has always been bad. But it felt like there was always micro-improvements, right? Like even- which, which, if you look statistically this year, he's been a much better putter. It's just he had the one putt at the match play, and people lost their minds. It all yeah. depends on what you see, what jumps out to you, what the algorithm wants you to see. And I'm not going to sit here and If defend. I was asleep since Christmas and woke up today, I'd be betting hundreds of dollars on Willie Z at 45 to 1. But you saw a two-second two Instagram clip of him, like, like doing the... Remember when John Rahm missed a one-inch putt last year? That was more, like, probably just, like, 
looked away and t- different. That was like a full setup Willie Z yipping from a foot. Sure. He misses one foot putts all the time. That's nothing new. I guess he's so good last year at the majors. He's been good here before. Now you're getting the best number you ever thought you would get on him this year. And he's not. And it's going and it's only going to rise throughout the course of the week cuz no one is sitting there and hitting Z. If they could do like control Z on their bats that they already have in, they would probably be doing that. So uh, in the, yeah, Hovland and Fino. I've mentioned the Fino Mimu, and I have P, I, I'm looking at. I, I mentioned Hideki as a guy at fifty to one. I think could be very attractive. You, you mentioned Justin Rose, so we'll see. One and done picks for Ooh-wee. the Masters. I don't even know what the prize pool is for this. I assume it's very large. If you are out of the giant one and done so far, if you go to fantasygolfchampionships.com right now, link is down in the description, there is a brand new major season one or done that you can go play in. So I highly suggest that you go to that. And if you download League Safe Locks on Apple or Android, the app, there's a free Mayo Masters game up there. I think it's $500 to the winner. It's yes or no. Like, will there be a hole in one? Yes or no. Very rudimentary pool. That's also down in the description. I would highly recommend that you check that out. Obviously, Cuss is taking Cam Smith. That is his pick to win. Tambo and I will break down the strategy behind one and done later on on Wednesday. I am going to take Iron Chef. Scotty Scheffler is my one and done. You? Patrick Cantler. Can I slow us down one moment? Can you just make your pick? Xander. Okay. We did not talk about for one moment a player. Not for one moment. And it's not Tiger Woods. Is it Bruno? Who? We don't talk about him. Oh, I should know that. I live in that music. Um, Justin Thomas. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned him as one of the guys I'm leaving on my list. Do you I mean you love Xander and Cantley at the same odds? I just assumed you didn't. Yeah, like that's him. what I mean. I, it's all. And Finau. So you have him rated. I like that you have JT and Morikawa, the two guys that I usually bet on behind all these other guys. I'm not saying they're behind. You I'm, bet on the other guys. I didn't bet on the other well, you guys. You want to bet on the other guys. Just because I want, I'm... I'm. Xander, you already bet on Finau. Xander at like 28 to 1 to me if, seems like a really good bet. Now, the smart people who do this probably play that with placings and they make money on it. I don't. I bet Xander to win. And that backfires. And you know, I don't take the placings. Other than Cam Champ, is there any placings player you're excited about? That's it. I mean, I'm not even really excited about it. It's just a hunch. (laughs) I can see Moronk playing well. He kind of has the game for this place. When he won at the Irish, it was in like these sort of like shit conditions. It's first time at the Masters. He hasn't been playing all that great. I don't expect much from him, but he's like a guy I'll play on DraftKings. Fox, same way, but... And Fox just had like the worst week ever in Houston. So if there's any like buzz for Ryan Fox, it is gone now. And that's it for us. Any final thoughts? I am so excited to be here to get to make DraftKings lineups for myself. Playing the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League. I will do that. It's down in the description right now. It's almost full. It's 74% full already on a Monday. It's going to be full very soon. So you best get your spots. That will do it. If you want to get in on the giveaways, hit the... 
Mayo Media Newsletter. It's free to join down in the description. You can find all of them there. The big one is to rate and review the audio podcast. Download it as well. We need to boost those numbers. For this week, leave a five-star review, something you enjoy about the show, and that will get you 10 ballots if you do it on Apple. You get another 10 ballots if you do it on Spotify. All right, 20 ballots. Over $1,000 worth of giveaways. 600 in cash. If we get 200 new Apple ones, I'm going to increase the cash prize pool for everyone out there. So uh, go do that, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Experience. Experience.